Welcome to the Stories She Sings, where we bring messages of biblical women to life through inspired songs. We hope this podcast will be a place of rest, refuge, and refreshing in the presence of God. Good morning, and welcome to the Stories She Sings. This is Carolyn Grant, and today I felt impressed to share with you the catalyst for my faith and for the feelings that I have of love of the Savior. I want to share with you some of the songs that I wrote that are basically those sentiments that I felt as I read a book of scripture that is valued and honored and respected by the Latter-day Saint community, having grown up in a Latter-day Saint home. And for those of you who are of different um, backgrounds, I want you to know that my father, his family, generations of people studied and searched for God. And I come from a very strong generational uh, Lutheran, Methodist, Presbyterian background. And then my father married a Latter-day Saint girl, and she was inactive in her religion, having not really been taught. She was she was born into a very wonderful home where they practiced values and moral morality, but didn't really teach that religion per se. And so when I was about four years old, my mother decided that she wanted to bring religion into her children's lives. And I was the youngest of the first set of children. I was three years old at the time. My older sister was Kim and she was eight. And then I had a sister, Kit, and she was six. And so at that time, my mother began to seek to find something to bring into her home that could teach values and virtue to her little girls. And so she fell back onto what she had been by name only, which was um, a Latter-day Saint. She had been baptized, but never fully converted. And so when she met my father, she was a stewardess for TWA, and he was in the U.S. Navy. And they met in New York, and uh, the story goes on. They later were married after she wrote him for six months on an aircraft carrier where he was stationed at sea. And when he came back, they were married. And then later on, she began to talk to him about organized religion and eventually, after eight sets of missionaries, my father made the choice to join the Latter-day Saint Church. Now, this is all very much a non-denominational program, but I want you to understand my upbringing and where I come from, because what I believe is that we all need to just embrace each other's journeys and each other's paths for developing a love of God, especially during these troubled times, that it doesn't matter what religion, what organized religion each one of us belong to. 
but that we combine our faith and our conviction for morality, for spirituality, for growth, for fidelity, for faithfulness in our families and our marriages, and that we embrace beautiful doctrines, the gospel of Jesus Christ, as we all interpret it perhaps a little bit differently, but we can agree upon the gifts of the Spirit, being faith, hope, charity, brotherly kindness, temperance, and all the nine fruits of the Spirit. And that is what I was truly converted to as a child and on my journey to the Lord. Today, I do wish to go back in time and share with you a little bit about that journey and the songs that I wrote where I learned about the pure love of Christ through an ancient book of scripture. And for those of you who may not believe that it's scripture, you may look at it as a very fascinating and interesting history book. And then you can just look at it that way. But in that book were stories and examples of people who were striving to live congruently in light And then the opposition that they faced with even family members at that time, anciently, who were in opposition to that. So this has been going on anciently and for years. And so now I would just like to step into the story of Soraya, the mother that is that is really featured in the Book of Mormon. And uh, she is the wife of Lehi. They live in Jerusalem prior to its destruction in BC. And so I wrote a song for her and for her feelings and wanted to know what each of these peoples felt in their hearts. And so this first song that I'm going to share with you, this will definitely be storytelling in song today. And then it will break into first person narratives that I've written as if as if we were there as if we were experiencing something that touched our hearts and then it leads into the next song so hope you will enjoy the story she sings what no matter what religion you are this is a history lesson this is to help you to understand the tender-hearted people that you might know who are latter-day saint I I love quoting rabbis. I love quoting people of all different organized religion because I believe that we all have a journey that brought us to the same path, which is coming unto Christ. And so we begin with this song, Soraya's Vision.
Flowers nodding in the 
a young girl of 15 years old. I had a Sunday school teacher who invited each one of us in his class to begin reading the Book of Mormon. Even though I sat in the back of the room with my friends laughing and telling secrets during his Sunday school classes, I heard what he said that day, and I went home and I opened my book for the very first time. The days went on and I remember reading night after night and early in the mornings. My favorite part was in 2 Nephi chapter 4 and how Nephi pours his heart out to the Lord and then he has a change of heart. These passages of scripture have comforted me throughout my life. It's 30 years later and I am still comforted by Nephi's passages which I have entitled Awake My Soul. Behold, my soul delighteth in the things of the Lord and my heart pondereth continually upon the things which I have seen and heard. Nevertheless, notwithstanding the great goodness of the Lord, in showing me his great and marvelous works, my heart exclaimeth, O wretched man that I am! Yea, my heart sorroweth because of my flesh, my soul grieveth because of mine iniquities. I am encompassed about because of the temptations and the sins which do so easily beset me. And when I desire to rejoice, my heart groaneth because of my sins. Nevertheless, I know in whom I have trusted. My God hath been my support. He hath led me through mine afflictions in the wilderness, and he hath preserved me upon the waters of the great deep. He hath filled me with his love even unto the consuming of my flesh. He hath confounded mine enemies unto the causing of them to quake before me. Behold, he hath heard my cry by day, and he hath given me knowledge by visions in the nighttime. And by day have I waxed bold and mighty prayer before him. Yea, my voice have I sent up on high, and angels came down and ministered unto me. And upon the wings of his spirit hath my body been carried away upon exceedingly high mountains, and mine eyes have beheld great things, yea, even too great for man. Therefore I was bidden that I should not write them. Oh then, if I have seen so great things, if the Lord in his condescension of the children of men hath visited men in so much mercy, why should my heart weep and my soul linger in the valley of sorrow, and my flesh waste away and my strength slacken because of mine afflictions? And why should I yield to sin because of my flesh? Yea, why should I give way to temptations that the evil one have place in my heart to destroy my peace and afflict my soul? Why am I angry because of mine enemy? Awake, my soul, no longer droop in sin. Rejoice, O my heart, and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. Do not angry again because of mine enemies. Do not slacken my strength because of mine afflictions. Rejoice, O my heart, and cry unto the Lord, and say, O Lord, I will praise thee forever. Yea, my soul will rejoice in thee. 
my God and the rock of my salvation. O Lord, will thou redeem my soul? Will thou deliver me out of the hands of mine enemies? Will thou make me that I may shake at the appearance of sin? May the gates of hell be shut continually before me, because that my heart is broken and my spirit contrite. O Lord, wilt thou not shut the gates of thy righteousness before me, that I may walk in the path of the low valley, that I may be strict in the plain road? O Lord, wilt thou encircle me around in the robe of thy righteousness? O Lord, wilt thou make a way for mine escape before mine enemies? Wilt thou make my path straight before me? Wilt thou place not a stumbling block in my way, but that thou wouldst clear my way before me and hedge not my way but the ways of mine enemy? O Lord, I have trusted in thee, and I will trust in thee forever. I will not put my trust in the arm of flesh, for I know that cursed is he that putteth his trust in the arm of flesh. Yea, cursed is he that putteth his trust in man, or maketh flesh his arm. Yea, I know that God will give liberally to him that asketh. Yea, my God will give me if I ask not amiss. Therefore, I will lift up my voice unto thee. Yea, I will cry unto thee, my God, the rock of my righteousness. Behold, my voice shall ascend up unto thee my rock and mine everlasting God. Amen. The songs that follow are the songs that I have written, the song of my heart, each one with one of these verses in mind. A verse from 2 Nephi chapter 4. I pray that they will lift your heart and that you will feel to sing and to praise God, the rock of our salvation.
curious ball the lion pointed his soul towards blissful shores his hope in Christ with sure faith Visions of sore battles waiting 
have wrestled vision sun needing to be taught Awake my soul no longer droop in fear I cry awake my soul and cry unto the Lord for he shall Surrounding 
Teach my brothers. I watched her and I listened at her knee as my brothers all gathered around. She would talk to them about Jesus and she would teach them to not doubt him. There came a time when my brothers grew and even the youngest of them went to battle to defend. My parents and the others who had made an oath and a covenant to not take up weapons of war. I watched as the stripling warriors marched into the face of battle. And I watched as they came home, not one of them lost. And I heard as they sang a song, but we do not doubt our mothers knew it. I heard them as they chanted those words. And I know. The power of a mother's teaching is great. When I became a mother, I taught my young sons to never doubt, and they grew too. I am grateful for my brothers who remained strong in the face of war. I am grateful for a mother who taught those brothers to believe in God, the eternal Father, with all of their hearts and mights. With all of their might and strength, I am grateful for a husband who believes as well.
of the Savior's compassion. I beheld as he lovingly and tenderly healed many souls of afflictions, spiritual, physical, and emotional. I was amazed at how much he loved each and every person he met. He treated everyone like they were a long-lost friend. I felt his sincerity and genuine concern for the pains each one bore. When he ministered to souls, he made each one feel completely understood, completely cherished, and completely loved. I knew in my heart that it was through the power of his love that those souls were healed. But it was not until my own child was called to pass through a trial of pain that I understood the full effects of his compassion. I ran to him begging him to heal my child of the affliction that possessed her. When I saw his eyes, his deep eyes fill with compassion for a mother's cries, I knew his heart. It did not take a word, not a gesture, just a moment to gaze into his eyes to feel the depths of his compassionate heart. Immeasurable. Truly, he hears a mother's cries and understands the worth of just one soul.
kissed with those he blessed. But when my own child faced her darkest hour, I ran to him. His hands were filled with power. He listened as I begged of him one precious that by my faith in him my child would be made whole again one precious miracle is all I asked of him I saw compassion streaming from his eyes the man whose hands had healed multitudes descended through the heavens after his resurrection, I thought I was seeing a beautiful white cloud. I was a little child at the time of the Savior's visit to the American continent. 
I was blessed and privileged to be one of the little ones ministered to by angels of the Lord. I held Jesus' hands and touched the nail prints in his palms. Though I was small, I was significant to him. He made me feel like I was so very important. As I grew to be a mother, I passed the story of White Cloud down to my children. Through the years, I told the story to many little ones as they sat upon my knee, always bearing witness to them of the Savior's love for little children and of the great joy in store for those who love Him. As a grandmother, I held and taught my grandchildren of the Savior's love. It is my prayer that when the Savior comes again, I will be an angel who will gather the little ones into my arms and carry them to Him, that I may minister to them as angels minister to me.
single lonely woman and I watched as the Lord performed miracle after miracle I stood in countless multitudes and watched as blind were healed and deaf were given the sound of rejoicing again in their ears all I really wanted was to dance I'd never danced before I wanted to dance with joy and I wanted to dance with gratitude I wanted to feel. I wanted to hear the song of birds and see the blue of sky and know and experience life with passion and with enthusiasm. I listened as he said that he came that all might have life more abundantly. And I wanted abundance. I wanted an abundance of joy and happiness. After watching him dance his way into the lives of so many, I wondered as I stood afar off if he would come and dance into my life and bring me the healing so that I might experience joy and gratitude. That was the secret wish of my heart. That was the righteous desire of my soul. And he indeed perceived my lacking, my longing, and he came and he danced with me. They praised his name. 
miracles When the people danced with him His joy was full He danced with the weary one Till he found rest again He danced away men's troubles When their hearts drew near to him He danced with the dying Gave them the breath of life He danced with one widow She gave him her last might He danced with one leper Nine others crept away He danced with the one lost lamb The shepherd and the stray He danced with the meek souls Who inherited the earth He danced with sane and sinner both He gave them a rebirth With gratitude Their voices rang Praises too They danced and sang all the day They praised his name For his miracles When they danced with him Their joy was full He danced upon rough waters He calmed them crystal blue He danced upon hillside The multitudes danced too He danced into that garden to pardon all our sin Hoping all God's children Would sing and dance with Him He wept for each broken heart He counted every loss His feet kept slowly dancing still Beneath the burden of His cross He never once ceased dancing Even when He closed His eyes he never slept, his spirit leapt as he danced toward yonder skies. I stood far off beholding, he danced with them one by one. Would he come, come dance with me, a single lowly one? He must have known I was alone, he must have heard my cries. Daughter, will you sing and dance with me to paradise? With gratitude, hear my voice ring. Praises to I dance and sing for him. I praise his name for his miracles. I clap my hands and sing, his joy is full. With gratitude in my voice ringing Praises to His glory bringing Hosannas to His holy name He came and He saved He came and He saved me He came and He saved One for me he danced with me he danced for me he danced with me danced with me he danced with me danced with me
thank you for listening to the stories she sings and for listening to the tender things of my heart that have been put into song. As a young girl, this is how I grew up. This is how I was led to Christ. And so it's a very special journey to me. Each one of you has your very own unique path that you have walked through maybe perhaps being introduced to organized religion or being introduced to Christ just through your own powerful prayers. As we close this segment, I want to leave you with a song called In My Father's Name. And this is, for me, the the apex of the Book of Mormon. It is the story put into song, written as a song, of the Savior's visit to ancient America, to a promised land that was reserved for the gathering of Israel. And so as you listen to this song, close your eyes, breathe in your oils, relax, and let your whole soul just imagine what it would have been like, what it would be like, what it will be like to be there at the Savior's second coming when he comes again to visit his people all over the world. This is Carolyn Grant with the story she sings. It was a long, long time ago when the Messiah came. He walked upon that sacred ground. He came to heal the world in pain. His other sheep had been asleep, belonging to his fold. The record of his journey told in a wondrous book of gold. He knelt with his disciples. He taught them how to Sunlit eyes turn to the skies The record tells that day That he spoke to his father The one hope he held dear His sheep would be enfolded He would dry their every tear He
deaf or dumb, overtaken with a fault. Heavy Annie with a broken heart, is there any child in pain? Bring them hither, I will heal them now in my Father's name. His face shone bright. Immersed with love, angels above danced in the 